Hi everybody, welcome back to The Risen. Uh, it's a Sunday uh, Sunday episode, I feel like we haven't had one of these in, in quite a while, but here we are. Um, and today, we will be reading from Romans 5. So, if we go ahead and turn to Romans 5, we'll be reading from verses 1 through 11. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. For while we were still weak, at the same, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one who will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person, one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since, therefore, we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by with from the wrath of God. For if, while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by death of his Son, much more, now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. More than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. So th this chapter, or not this chapter, but this section of verses in this chapter, in my Bible, I, I, I read from the ESV here on, the, on this uh, podcast, and in my Bible it says, Peace with God through faith. And uh, I think that's, a, that's again, there's a pretty good summary um, of this section of verses. Usually the titles are, are pretty good at summing up uh, kind of what we're talking about here. Um, but, you know, that first half that talks about, you know, the first verse, therefore, since we've been justified, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. It's, it's kind of that idea of having uh, a peace with your father or peace with a parent um, because you have done right. And not in the same sense, though, because obviously we did not do anything to deserve this peace with God. But, you know, when your parents tell you to do the dishes and you do the dishes, uh, you have peace with them. You are um, in good standing with them, and there's no issues. Obviously, when you don't do the dishes, you're in trouble. Uh, but, you know, it's that justification by faith that we have peace with God. And again, it's not by anything that we have done. Um, but it's kind of that idea. When I, when I read peace with God, it's kind of that idea of, of you've washed the dishes, uh, you're in good standing, you know, they, he, he's not upset with you, he's not angry with you. Um, and then it moves on to verse 2. Through him we have also obtained access uh, by faith into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in the hope and glory of the glory of God. So it's by the same faith that we have attained peace with God that we have also have obtained the grace of God. Uh, and, you know, we can rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. So uh, ultimately, uh, basically everything, we, I mean, all, everything we receive, um, you know, from, from the benefits of, of salvation comes by faith and, and faith alone. It, again, it's not by our works. We, we could not obtain the peace. We could not obtain the grace of God. We, we could not uh, get ourselves into a position to truly rejoice in the hope of the glory of God if it's not through salvation, and that salvation being provided by the death uh, of Christ Jesus. And we have to ultimately understand that. We have to humble ourselves to realize, okay, it is not I who have uh, who has gotten myself into this position, but God and, and, and the death of Christ. So uh, 
there's just some humility there we must have to understand that there's nothing we can do to get to this position without Christ. But also, it gives us this call to share. Uh, we want others to be in the same uh, metaphorical boat uh, as we are in this position of peace and grace and, and rejoice and rejoicement. And so we should be sharing the gospel of Christ, the only thing that can bring them to that position. Uh, moving to verse 3, not only that, but we rejoice in our suffering, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put to shame, because God love, God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. So we rejoice in our suffering. Oh, I love it when the Bible talks about rejoicing in suffering, because it's something that we just don't do. Uh, I don't do it, you don't do it, we all don't do it. Uh, but the Bible talks about it all the time. It, it's such a big theme, especially in letters uh, or books written by, by Paul. Uh, he's always talking about this. Um, James talks about this. So it's a very important aspect in, in the Christian life. It's the idea that, that you know we can rejoice in our suffering. And why? Because of salvation. And whether that's because it produces endurance or whether that's just simply because we have been saved and that's why we can rejoice, ultimately, ultimately it always comes back to we can rejoice because of salvation. That is why we are able to rejoice in suffering. Uh, but specifically here, it's talking about the production of endurance, the endurance to be able to uh, endure or persevere through more suffering. And in, and in, 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 in verse 4, it says, an endurance produces character, and character produces hope. Character uh, here is really just talking about godly living. It's talking about um, living like Christ. That is Christian character. And so... Um, the endurance that is produced by suffering, that endurance produces godly living, living like Christ, the character. And character produces hope. Hope in what? Hope in, in the second coming of Christ. Hope in God. Hope in um, the power of, his, of prayer and, and so many other things. And hope does not put to shame. So, so hope that is produced by these Christian things, by Christian character, that hope does not put to shame. That hope is fulfilled. Christ will come one day. Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So, it, it, again, it all comes back to these are the sign effects of salvation brought by Christ. Peace, joy, hope, love, endurance, character. All this comes by salvation, not anything that we can do. Now, moving to verse 6. For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly, for one who for one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him, by him from the wrath of God. So while we were still weak, while we were still sinners, while we were still undeserving of grace and love and peace, Christ came and he died for us. He died... Uh, for the ungodly, for everyone. Um, for one, we'll, we'll, you know, it talks about, you know, we as humans, we will s scarcely will you see someone who dies for a righteous person. Very rarely will you see someone who dies for a good person. Uh, but Christ did it for all these people who were horrible. I mean, he did it for us. He did it while we were still sinners, while we were so undeserving. We were not righteous. We were not good. We may have seen ourselves as that, but we were not. And, and yet Christ died for us. And so because of that, we have been justified by his blood. Much more shall we be saved from the wrath of God. So 
because of Christ dying on the cross, we now can be saved from the wrath of God. The ultimate judgment that will send us into an eternity of pain has been passed over us because of the blood of Christ. Uh, just like the blood of the Lamb was spilt over the uh, door frame of the house and the ghosts of death would pass over that family, so God's judgment will pass over us because Christ's blood has been spilled for us. Um, and I, this whole passage is pointing me back, okay, it's, it's because of Christ, it's by, the, by Christ's blood, it's because of his death and resurrection that all of this is possible. Um, that's just where my brain goes. But chapter 10, For if while we were enemies we were reconciled to, to God by death of his Son, much more now that we are reconciled shall we be saved by his life. So while we were still enemies of God, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son. So the death of Christ frees us from sin. The death of Christ reconciles us from sin. And then the life of Christ brings us eternal life. I think that's so important. There's there's an there's such an importance to the fact that Christ died, but there's also a very great importance to the fact that Christ resurrected. Christ bore our sins, died taking them with us taking them with him, laid in the grave three days and resurrected, leaving our sins in the grave alone, but resurrecting so that we may have eternal life. And that's the exact picture we get here. For it was while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. So our sins taken by the death of Christ, much more now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life? So shall we receive salvation because he rose again. Verse 11, more than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. So we rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the source to our godliness. He is our, so he is our, he is our connector to God. He is our, uh, you know, he's just, he's our source to God. And so it is through Jesus Christ that we can rejoice in God. There is nothing else that can bring us to God. There is no other way to God, but it is only through our Lord Jesus Christ that we are able to rejoice in God. I think that's so important. He is our bridge to heaven. There is no other way. There is no other truth. There is no other gospel. There is no your truth. There is no my truth. There is only the truth, truth, and that is Jesus Christ. There is no other saving grace. There is no other right religion. There is no other path to heaven but through that of Jesus Christ. This is this is one thing that the world just needs to hear right now. Right now we're so caught up in your truth and my truth. And, and you know, if you just live this lifestyle, you're good. If you just generally be a good person, you're good. If you just conform to a religion of any type, you're good. No, you're not. It is only through Christ Jesus. It is only through his death and resurrection that you can come to any kind of semblance of good. And as you sanctify here on earth and and strive for that quote-unquote goodness we're all seeking, it is not until your death in Jesus Christ and your, and your resurrection into eternal life that you truly become good and perfect. There is no other way. There is no self-help book that can lead us to this position. It is only by Christ alone. There is no other way. 
if they're if someone tells you there's another way, they're wrong. And that may sound offensive, that may sound harsh, but it's absolutely the truth. And sometimes the truth is offensive. Sometimes the truth can be a little harsh, but I'd rather be a little harsh and lead people to eternal life than be than be than be docile and 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 watch their lives lead to hell. We have to spread the gospel. People don't want to hear the gospel because it calls them to change their lives. It calls it calls them out of their lifestyle. But but we have to spread the gospel. There is no higher call. There is no greater cause. And, and ultimately, that's just that's it. That's that's what our lives should be wrapped up in. That should be our largest goal. Every day we wake up. We are called to be the spreaders of the light, the salt of the earth, the city on a hill. So let's do that. Let's bear our cross and let's spread his gospel to all those who may listen. Dear God, I thank you for this day. I, I just thank you for this time you've given me to study your word, to uh, just to read it and to learn from it. I pray that as I've just spilled out my heart over this microphone through this passage and, and have you have used me as a conduit for your, for your word, Lord. I pray that it falls on open ears and open hearts that they may receive this message uh, just as I have received it from you and and that you will speak to them through the through the passage as they read it and through the words that have left my mouth, that they will not return void, Lord. I know they will not, Lord. And I just thank you for this opportunity you've given me and, and just for this time you've given me to record this episode, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.